0: This episode of Boobs & Brunch Podcast was brought to you by Milk & Honey Company, a maternity boutique. Hello guys, and welcome to another episode of Boobs & Brunch with Jada Metcalf. I'm so excited to bring you another episode this week, and I hope you tuned in last week to get a little bit of an introduction about what Boobs & Brunch is. Uh, podcast will be all about. Uh, This will basically be a space for breastfeeding families, particular families of color, and beyond. uh, Particularly within the fourth trimester. Um, There aren't many spaces online, uh, as far as podcasts are concerned, that truly include uh, women of color when it comes to pregnancy and breastfeeding. Um, As you know, black women have the highest rates of mortality in the U.S. I mean, the U.S. alone has the highest rates of mortality um, in the world, if I'm not mistaken. And black women are three to four times likely to die during uh, pregnancy, uh, childbirth, complicated related, childbirth related complications. So a lot of those deaths are preventable. And a lot of them are simply caused by uh, racial bias that is inside of the healthcare care system. Um, our trauma stories are really, really uh, horrific and atrocious. And just the other day, there was another mom that lost her life. Um, due, I believe it was due to a pulmonary embolism. Um, her name is Shimoni. I don't know what her last name is, but she passed away. Uh, literally two weeks after giving birth and after complaining um, of signs of pain and discomfort and just something not being right to her physicians. And once again, uh, we were ignored. So this space, if it does nothing else, is to encourage you to be as informed as possible, to research uh, your hospital providers, uh, their protocols, uh, have your birthing plans, your breastfeeding plans. You want to research your midwives, uh, lactation consultants, uh, perinatal support, birth, labor, doulas, uh, postpartum doulas, pelvic floor therapy, massage therapy, yoga instructors. There, Did I forget anybody? If I did, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. But there are just so many components to having a baby and it doesn't just start and stop with your OBGYN. Um, we have to become more vigilant and have more of a say in the way that we birth. And our birthing rates are a lot higher when we go through midwives or through healthcare providers that are at least uh, culturally competent when it comes to dealing with black women. So today, I just want to encourage moms to uh, follow your instincts. It's okay to, you know, to feel a certain way because the doctor says something. Um, you want to make sure that you do your research and you do diligence. And, you know, talk with your doctor about how you want your birthing experience to go. You know, nothing is definite, the birth dates aren't definite, and how you actually uh, birth isn't definite at all. At all um i definitely i had two c-sections and i definitely did not plan to have two c-sections but unfortunately the first time i had preeclampsia um it was very high it was about 170 over 60 and i went in for a doctor's visit and she immediately sent me upstairs you know to begin um the delivery process so, uh, it was very disappointing for me because I feel like I was robbed of that chance to actually birth my babies. Um, and there's still somewhat of a little bit of, uh, guilt there, but because of my age, I was over 35 when I had my children. So that's considered advanced maternal age, which you have a higher risk of chromosomal disease, um, miscarriage. You know, there are a lot of, uh, risks that come with having children um, older, but, you know, I see more positive stories than I do, you know, bad ones or anything happening. So, you know, don't let that deter you from having children as well, but we definitely need to make sure that you won't be um, of high risk if you do choose to do a natural route as well. Um, But also, I also want to talk about, you know, peer pressure that we get from, other people in our communities in our um, intimate spaces whether it's our partners or our parents um, particularly with our parents and the elders in the community when it comes to breastfeeding Uh, breastfeeding you know is very very challenging and the slightest little hiccup can really send a mom into panic mode and you know the next thing they do they they're giving up so, the problem that I'm seeing, I'm running into, is that a lot of these moms are, feel like their breastfeeding journey is being sabotaged by their parents. Um, I had a mom in particular said that she found out that her mom and her dad had been sneaking her baby pacifiers and formula when they would babysit her and she noticed she had a decrease in her milk supply and she just happened to pick her baby up one day and the pacifier was under the baby in the car seat and she was just really mortified you know she was she just couldn't believe that they would hurt her in that kind of way especially with her trying so hard to nurse her babies so you know when it comes to Dealing with um, your elders, or your grandmother, or your mother, just any type of family members, you have to be vigilant and adamant about the things that you want to occur. When it comes to feeding your baby, and I understand a lot of times we have to leave our kids with child care providers or um, our parents, you know, to watch them while we return to work or return to school. But before baby comes, you all need to be able to be on the same uh, playing field basically. And this is why we encourage, you know, the early prenatal classes and to bring a support partner with you. Um if it can't be your uh husband or partner or wife, um let it be, you know, your mom or maybe even your dad. I have a mom, her dad is like her biggest uh, supporter during her during her best breastfeeding journey. And it was just awesome to hear, you know, like a dad supporting his daughter, you know, during this difficult time. But you definitely all have to be on the same page and you have to be stern you have to lay down the rules because at the end of the day this is your child and you are responsible uh, for the well-being of that child you know and if anything happens they come looking to you you know as to what happened Um, to your baby. And sometimes we may have to get a little stern. It doesn't mean you have to be disrespectful, but you can definitely mean what you say. And sometimes you may have to put limits or boundaries on uh, visitations if they cannot fully cooperate with your breastfeeding plan. Now, I know it seems harsh to say But, you know, sometimes grandparents can get a little overwhelmed. It's the first baby and they're just so excited and they just want to, you know, everything to go well. And a lot of times they just don't know any information about breastfeeding. So we encourage, you know, older parents as well, um, grandparents, if you happen to hear this podcast, you know, we encourage you to share the information um, with your friends. A lot of our parents and grandparents... They were pretty much raised on formula because this is the time when formula was introduced. It's only been around maybe a hundred years. So, I literally, I mean, I remember my great grandmother, she was 103 when she passed. And when I told her um, I was pregnant, you know, she asked me, you know, are you going to plan on breastfeeding? And I was like, yes. And she said, good, because that formula is no good. You know, so this is. In my family, I can see it going back as far as my great-grandmother. Um, my sister was the first representation of me, you know, as I mentioned before, of uh, seeing a young black mom breastfeed. So you have to make sure that you surround yourself with the support that's needed and with other breastfeeding moms as well. So we just want to make sure that we encourage you uh, and to give you that space to let you know it's okay to set boundaries for your baby because breastfeeding is so simple but it's so sensitive and you can fall off course really easily and there needs to be consistency you know when it comes to breastfeeding because the key is removing the milk to make more milk and when you begin to add pacifiers and bottles you know it it changes the dynamic of breastfeeding for you because you know a baby might be used get used to the pacifier you know when babies are using pacifier they're really practicing that sucking motion and they really want a breast in their mouth as opposed to a pacifier but we pop it in so often they get used to it so then when it comes time when it comes time to nurse your baby doesn't you know want to latch on to your breast, and moms immediately think oh no my baby doesn't like me my baby's rejecting me and it's like no Your baby's not rejecting you. He's just a little bit confused. So I like to use a scenario um, for my moms that may be bottle feeding. You know, bottle feeding is a lot easier than sucking milk from the breast. So would you rather go to the buffet or would you rather sit and be served? And more people would like to sit and be served. And that is exactly what a bottle means to a baby because the flow is just constant. Even if it's a slow flow nipple the flow is constant um you know it's not mimicking the nursing the suck swallow action that babies have so you need to make sure that you know about paste bottle feeding as well and this is simply a way that you feed a baby that mimics um the way that a baby would feed at the breast and you basically hold the bottle at a 90 degree angle and you hold your baby up while you feed. So if you get a chance uh, to look on YouTube, look up Pace Bottle Feeding. And it takes a little longer to feed baby, but it mimics the motions of breastfeeding. So when it comes time for you to come back to your baby to nurse, it won't be as hard. Because of course, you know, the flow is not going to come out the same like a bottle. Baby's going to have to work, which is what we need baby to do. We need baby to practice, 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 okay? Okay. So, if you guys need help, like I tell moms all the time, you can call me, I'll come, stand next to you, and I'll scream at people for you, just on your side. But I just wanted to come and give moms that little word of encouragement that, you know, you have to be adamant and you have to be convicted in how you want to breastfeed because it's a consistent routine and you cannot have anything that can throw you off because it'll throw, you know, your milk supply off as well and it may take a couple of days to get it back and it is not something that we can't fix for every breastfeeding problem there is a solution okay so we always want you to keep that in mind that it's not you A lot of times it's just something as simple as adjusting the latch and changing the position of your baby so we just want to make sure that you get the evidence-based information that you stay encouraged and we educate you on the proper information and we affirm the good job that you're doing because the fact that you tuned in here means that you have questions or concerns and you're looking for answers so that makes you a great mom already and you haven't given up and you're still going to stick with it. You know, breastfeeding isn't all or none. You know, we do what we can to fit the lifestyles that we have at the moment. And if we can push it a little further, then we can push it a little further. If not, then we have alternative solutions uh, for you to feed your baby as well as while you breastfeed. So like I said, there are many options out there, many solutions. You just have to connect with a consultant um, a counselor so that we can you know assess what's going on and to figure out a care plan for your baby and to make sure that your baby is thriving and also that you are thriving as well too so do you have any stories I'd love to hear your stories of you know how you may have some family members that just aren't On board with the breastfeeding, and you may be a bit of a struggle for you. We love to hear it. Send us a voice message, or you can send your story uh, to Boobs and Brunch Podcast, and we will be glad to read these stories out. So, like I said, this is the second episode, so we're you know basically working out kinks. But I hope you guys will still continue to follow. Um, We're just trying to figure out a format here and how we're gonna. get the information to you guys on a weekly basis we'll try if not definitely bi-weekly on Sundays because we have to have brunch together right so once again if you have any concerns that you'd like for us to talk about or specific uh, issues that may pertain pertain to maternal health we are more than willing to discuss those issues so again email us at boobsandbrunchpodcast.com at gmail.com and I look forward to reading your questions. Have a great day. This episode of Boobs and Brunch Podcast was brought to you by Milk and Honey Company, a maternity boutique.